Welcome to the Employco HR Podcast. I'm Rob Wilson, president of Employco. With me is my brother and partner, Scott. Hello. And joining us as usual is Jason Eisenhut, our vice president of HR. Hi, everybody. And we've got uh, Nikki Navarro working the board behind us. Thanks, as always. Yeah. Thanks for joining us uh, for our monthly podcast. Uh, A topic that's come up with uh, a number of our our clients and prospects are scaling their business. And everyone's looking to, they've come out of the pandemic and so many businesses are, are skyrocketing. And uh, so scaling's become a, a pretty big topic. So we thought we'd talk this morning about the HR side of scaling your business. Yeah, all, all too often we're hearing some business owners are, are thinking about revenue growth and advertising, but sometimes it's just last on the priority list is the employment HR side. And hopefully we'll, we'll provide some tips and guidance on how to get there. Yeah, and recruiting's been brutal yeah. across the board. And so when you look, you know, you're scaling your business, you, everyone has some, some pretty aggressive goals in today's market. Uh, employment is a, is a big issue for, for many companies, but as you scale your business and say, I want to go from X to Y to, to Z, whether it's through mergers or internal growth, uh, typically like Jason, you just mentioned, it's, it's revenue based. And uh, we've come across, you know, clients and, and projects where they're going through, you know, they've merged two, three, four companies. And HR is kind of a, an afterthought where they're all about the revenue growth and then they can't figure out why the, the, you know, the, the doors are spinning with people leaving because they're, you know, they, they haven't paid attention to their culture or operationally. People don't know where they fit in. People are scared about, well, you know, all these new people, all these new companies. What about me? Yeah. And there's also the kind of the behind the scenes logistics. So like if there is in growth of just in hiring employees from the outside or a merger, you're bringing in an outside organization. Are you offering the same exact benefit plans as you have? Are they going to be on the same PTO, the same years of service? Are you honoring their prior years of service? So some of these things really helps to kind of plan in advance. And if it's a couple of smaller size companies, are you over that 50 employee threshold? Yeah, good point. Where it's whole another list of regulations you have to follow. You know, and are, do you have employees in different states? What are those state regulations? And that, and Scott, you had, uh, we were talking about that off here. That's become such a big, show. <laughs> uh, such a big issue, uh, today where, you know, you had pre pandemic, you might have one location or, or you might, you know, from a sale, whether it's a salesperson or clerical or operational people, you'd have one base or corporate offices around the country. But, but now you're seeing people, you know, you're hiring a sales rep from XYZ state or a yep. clerical person. And how are you handling that? One from an HR side, but two from a compliance standpoint. Yep. You now, when you look at you, know, you hire someone in Montana, now you've uh, you've never been in Montana. Now you need workers' comp, you need taxes, you need, uh, a pretty wide variety of things. Yeah. Are you going to Minnesota, where by law they're required to get check stubs? You know, what if you have a eBay system and you're not sending check subs, you get a lawsuit. I mean, it's all these yeah. different states have these little quirky things that, from unemployment to benefits. I mean, it's. Right, Minnesota live checks. Next thing Minnesota. you know, you've got, next thing you know, you've got a, a class action lawsuit. Yeah, or New York, you need disability insurance. So, yeah, as you as you expand around the country, that's the compliance issue, and that's something where we you know we really help our clients out a lot. Where you can go in, we're in every state in Port in Puerto Rico as well, so you can you don't have that issue. But back on the on the HR side, when you look at such an uh, important part of the of the scaling side, is what's your culture look like? Yeah, great, great point. I mean, yeah, if, and if there is a merger and an acquisition, how do you merge those cultures? How do you get the, the newly acquired employees or entity to assimilate? Uh, so hopefully your your current culture is something that you you like and you're happy with. So if, if you do, and obviously there's going to be some training and, and kind of uh, 
maybe employee building events, camaraderie and, and kind of team building. Uh, otherwise, there might be employee engagement surveys to kind of feel out the, the new company versus the old. A lot of different ways that you know, either we can help or, or at least keep your eye on you know, what those strategies could look like. Right. And, you know, another area is your communication. Communication can help or can hurt. Lack of communication can, can hurt your culture. Oh, definitely. The employees across the board, I mean, that's one of, you know, we're big proponents of doing surveys and things like that. But when employees, you know, if they're feeling neglected, not listened to, they're going to leave. You know, it's it's an employee's market out there that they could jump to a job really quick. And then, you know, you're off spending recruiting money, trying to fill it, lost time. Right. The retraining, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, communication is just a key part of your culture. And the, the culture is as you're scaling uh, on the HR side, that's probably the first thing that I would I would look at is what does your culture look like? Do you have great culture? How can you improve your culture? Because we can all no matter how good your culture is, you can you can Always. improve it. You know, and then you look at your remote versus uh, in person. I was at a uh, at a uh, dinner with fellow CEOs last night and talking about are you working remote? Are you back in the office? And the big consensus most people is you're back in the office and or plant or obviously if you're in a in a factory or a, or a trade show you're always in person anyways because mm-hmm. you can't make that product from your house unless mm-hmm. you're baking cookies or something <laughs> uh, so from that standpoint the in-person you know a couple of people said well why be in person I said well your cultural aspects of you know like we did last month you did opening uh, opening day of baseball party right. uh cinco de mayo party so you're doing those type of events to get people together and that ability you know jason you talk about it all the time our hr department you as you're all together so when you run across an issue uh, a question something a client's working on it's pretty easy for you to stand up and say hey anybody running across this issue and you're able to interact it's not that easy to do that on zoom yeah the old whack-a-mole game we just pop our head up out of the, the cube and say <laughs> hey I, I came across this or have you guys ever come across this oh yeah i've got a template let me send it to you so it's a really nice way of information sharing yeah we could schedule a zoom but you lose the momentum and, and i'm not saying hybrid doesn't work for all companies but it, where possible in person does help a lot with, uh, with team building information sharing you know and that's one of the things we were talking about last night as well the development of uh, of your not to say younger generation because i'm getting old but uh <laughs> but when you look at the uh you know look, griffin turning 26 a different generation than than myself having uh, them be able to walk down the hall and talk to people uh get on different projects bounce things off people what a great way for for them to develop and that's when you talk to you know the, the bank that hosted the event and some of the other ceos that's their consensus as well as how, you know, and that's a key part of your culture of how of developing the next generation and having that interaction and saying that, you know, the, their feedback at several of the companies were, you know, those are the people that are advancing because you're able to develop them at a quicker pace than someone that's someone who there. wants to work at home and yeah. isn't engaged. Right. So it's a, um, you know, there's, there's so many aspects on the HR side when you look at scaling your business and often, you know, the HR, it's thought of as, uh, you know, it's not, it's a non-productive lot, you know, loss cause expense, but really I think it's one of the most impactful parts of your business. Well, and, and I know I keep harping on the tough labor environment that we're in. You want to get those good employees and you want to keep them, right. You know, to lose them to a competitor or even out of the industry, 
you know, you're not going to get, you know, you want to keep those good employees. You don't want to bring in average employees when you lose good employees. So. And, and it's best to start thinking about this and plan as far in advance as possible. So if you're thinking, I'm going to start scamming early, I have a growth plan in 2023 let, let's or 2024, it's never too early. Like, for example, your benefit plan, do you have a, a, a medical plan that's HMO only specific to your state or a, a certain provider network that's only local and you want to maybe add a benefit plan during your next renewal, getting ready for it, that's nationwide. Those are the plans we already have in our portfolio, but companies should really start thinking about this far in advance as possible. Yeah, and that's something that you know we did internally when you know, between 2014 and 16, we doubled our business, the size of our business. And then yeah. we spent 17 working on you know hiring some additional people and working through the making sure our culture was right and and making sure that we could handle the business and then we did the same thing in 18 into 19 and uh you know this year you know jason you've done a great job of uh adding we've got several new team members this year and still uh, adding uh, another half a dozen this year as, yeah we've as, had to move on we've had to take over another floor in our building yeah. so. you know as we uh, we've uh, we set out our strategic plan where we want to be in five years and covid kind of gave you a year and a half hiccup or so but you know create that strategic plan how are you scaling your business and you got to look at the hr side because it's such a it can be a really a a key part uh, especially if you're doing it with with acquisitions right i mean that's two to i mean every company is different and you definitely want to plan ahead for that we we missing anything else on the uh on the hr side well and i i just keep going back to also um if you're crossing state lines, how much different it can be state to state. And, you know, if you look at within our own client base, I would say, you know, moving into different states are substantially up compared to any other year in the past, you know, 15 years. And whether it's remote workers working out of their house from a sales standpoint or just expanding, you know, it can be really difficult if you don't have that back office in place for these different state regulations. You know, I see it every, not a day goes by internally that right. uh, you know, the way our email system is set up for uh, client new states, et cetera. That, yeah, uh, I have a group set up so that uh, techs or you know workers anybody that knows about it, it hits all the department heads, hey, we're, this client's going into a new state, what do we need to do and be proactive? Right, not a day goes by that you don't see an email that XYZ client is in a new state a new state i mean it's substantially more than any other year i think that we've been in business but and but that's a great thing about working with a national uh, hr outsourcing company like ourselves is you're in, not to ring the bell but you you're in <laughs> you're in every state in, in puerto rico as well uh so you can hire someone and you don't have to worry about that right uh griffin is I mentioned him earlier so he has his eyes sighted on uh he's like so when are we going to europe in the caribbean so <laughs> yeah. right now it's just 50 states in puerto rico yeah u.s uh commonwealth right right so but feel free if you have any questions uh if if you're scaling your business need some help on the hr side happy to help happy to field any questions that anyone might have uh jason at hr at, at employco right hr and uh, feel free to check out our website employco.com Nikki's usually has our blog posting every day as well as uh, we're posting a couple articles every week on LinkedIn. So if you check our LinkedIn feed, we're, uh, we're always publishing some pretty good content on, on that side. Yeah, excellent graphics too. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us and we'll be back next month with, uh, with a new topic. Have a good day.